2: Greetings and welcome inside Hour 3 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hello! Live from the Geico Studios. And uh, just really quick for a couple minutes, because this really was something. There's comebacks, and then there's coming back like the Seattle Sounders did tonight to make it to the MLS Cup by beating Minnesota... In full time, three to two. Minnesota led two nothing in the seventy-fourth minute of this game. I mean, that's it. It's over. And Seattle scored three goals. In the final 15 minutes, Svensson scores uh, in extra time, and Seattle beats Minnesota 3-2. They move on to the MLS Cup on Saturday. I mean, that is some kind of comeback. I mean, being down two nothing in in soccer is like being down 40 nothing in football. Like being down two nothing as you go into the fourth quarter, like 40 nothing going to the fourth, and you somehow come back and are able to win this game. That is some kind of comeback, man. I'll tell you.
5: Well, final 90 seconds, right, of overtime, right, of extra time. Uh, as it were, coming in off a corner kick, I mean, spectacular finishes, big calls, and Seattle, uh, well, put up almost as many goals as they did points yesterday.
2: Oh, that's not that. that Seahawks that's failed everybody that's, miserably. That, yes, that's close to being correct, but yeah, no, 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 you're right. It's close that. enough. I can't say that. No, no, no. Like I said, I, I, I think you're okay. Look. Hey, hey! Seahawks were trash. Hey, Seahawks! Seahawks were. I'm worried. Look, my two teams, Mike, that I picked to go to the Super Bowl. I picked the Steelers and I picked the Seahawks. Yeah, you be- wanted
5: your Super Bowl 40
2: rematch. We don't. We don't talk about that enough. And want to make sure I throw that out there. Coming off the Seahawks yesterday and the Steelers today, I have more questions than, than I've had. Even though I will give the Giants the nod more of the nod yesterday for winning because their defense played really well in the last few weeks the Giants defense has been fantastic I mean come on they come in and win this game with Colt McCoy at quarterback that's where the Seahawks need to be a little embarrassed I mean you're playing at home you lose to Colt McCoy the guy that started a game since 2014 okay so uh, you know that's that that's a little embarrassing but the Giants defense played really well but still you can see the Seahawks have problems and it's different than the Steelers where the Seahawks, you've seen, boy, they can really lose to anybody any week. Steelers get upset tonight. We'll get to them in a couple of minutes, but I have I have more concerns for the Seahawks because no matter what, they, they, they just can't seem to put it all together, and they are so incredibly talented. Their defense playing a little bit better. Look what happens now. Their offense now back at full strength, right? You got Chris Carson. He's running yep. angry. You got everything you need, and you come up with a big goose egg here against the Giants in a game that should have been a rollover game for you. I I mean, I, I'm really I made these picks and I stick with them all the way because clearly the records tell me that I'm gonna have a good shot at it but man do, do I have concern more concern for the Seahawks because of what's gone on but I'll tell you that that really should have been a game yesterday that the Seahawks went went away with and and to me there was no more shocking upset a shocking result yesterday than that happening because even though the the, the the Browns won the way they did you know it was it was a blowout game and then the Tennessee made it close at the end but it was really the, them winning big that didn't surprise me as much this is a game where I said really the Seahawks real I mean really you just look like you're playing in mud the entire game
5: well minus 10 and a half too right biggest Mm -hmm. one of the biggest upsets if not the biggest upset uh from that perspective on the NFL slate thus far this season but to your point you thought you'd have the running game ready to go they did not push that part of the game at all and then got run over on the other side by Wayne Gallman. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right.
2: Wayne Gallman was what? What a fantasy stud he's turned out to be. The he's past been fantastic.
5: Few weeks Wayne Gallman. <laughs> but I mean, they commit to the run and they play defense, right? Just like we said when we were doing our preview before the season. If they can get consistent, and this is before Saquon Barkley got hurt, and the idea being, hey, if you play if good defense and Judge gets them the buy in, and the personnel was there, and you can run the football then you're going to be okay. Didn't think it would be Colt McCoy and Wayne Gallman leading the charge, but here we are. (laughs) Here we are. Winners of four straight. But Seattle, right? We talked about it last week. Saw a couple of articles about it with D.K. Metcalf and, well, what's missing? The frequency, the consistency of his uh, clean hands, right? Catch the ball with your hands as opposed to bringing it into the body. Uh, That The falls so many young wide receivers, right? Trying to get that technique down, the catch and run, knowing that your head's got to be on a swivel. In the NFL, you got to snag the ball and and get on with it because you're about to get rocked, right? You don't get the separation that you did in college. Uh, And Russell Wilson has been a turnover machine uh, the last month plus to where you don't have that operational efficiency that was the hallmark at the first half of the season. You know, when we were doing the week-to-week MVP voting. Because if you're doing it now, I mean, recency bias says that Josh Allen has to be your man. But we're, we're looking at the Seahawks. Or it could be Wayne
2: Gallman. You never knew. You could you be get, Wayne no, Gallman. All that's
5: true. That's absolutely true right now. So I mean, just, yeah.
2: just I just remember back when Wayne Gallman, right, Saquon Barkley, do I pick up Wayne Gallman? Why would I pick him up? Is he really going to carry the football? I mean, why would I do that? I'm not even going to start. I'm not going to pick up Wayne Gallman. And now it's. Man, I wish I had picked up Wayne Gall. Yeah. I would not love to have picked up Wayne Gall. Things would be so great for me 16 right now. for
5: 135 <laughs> this week, including uh, a 60-yard run. I mean, you're looking at so, some big, big efforts uh, along the way over the last couple of weeks. 135, 94. He'd scored in four straight games. That's the only thing he didn't do uh, mm-hmm. in, in the on the ground against the Seahawks. But, I mean, just a fantastic run for him. Uh, becoming a, a bit of a, a star. And, hey, he's only a 2017 draft pick, fourth yeah. rounder. So, so someone
2: looking for a running back, Pittsburgh, uh, he, might be not, looking at not,
5: Wayne Gallman yeah he's not <laughs> paying Lewis, him some money. Where,
2: he's not Deion Lewis where, boy, the guy's been in the league for like 15 years. Am I going to yeah. pick him up? No, Wayne Gallman's not bad.
5: Wayne Gallman.
2: So there's your game yesterday. And the Steelers today gave me much more concern, not because they lost the game, right? Let's just stop for one second. They lose a game that, you know, was available to friends and family if you had the right internet plan. Uh, You could watch the Steelers and Washington football team today. Fox having restrictions, so they could only show the game to 40% of the country. So basically the right half of the country got it in the East Coast and the left half of the country, the West Coast, we didn't get the game at all. Now, if you had direct TV, you got to see it and I wonder how many people had DirecTV but didn't see the game because they didn't think it was available because normally the nationally televised games are cut out and I'm sure that uh, viewership might be down for it because of that reason but watching this game, Mike, I, I I can throw out a bit of alright, the Steelers didn't look good because they were tired, they had played a lot, you know, mentally they looked exhausted, they didn't look into it, there's a lot of drops, a lot of lack of concentration, whether it was Eric Ebron or Deontay Johnson, and they had a lot of drops, they just didn't look good. Washington looked like the little bit better team, I think Washington looked great. I mean, the Steelers dominated that first half, and sure. I went away at halftime going, this is going to be a blowout in the second and half. It and looked Steelers- like it could become that way absolutely and the Steelers Steelers were just terrible so I can throw that out and I know that the 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 fun analogy and the fun narrative is going to be boy the Steelers are a bad 11 and 1 team I'll throw the I'll throw that part out today because of that but really what concerns me and you know we talked about this with Jason Lock and Fora is that Ben Roethlisberger just doesn't look like the same quarterback All right. Now he was out all year last year and he's coming back and, and hopefully it's a dead arm spot for him. You know, all right, I got to fight past this, but he could not throw the football today. And he's, and he was bailed out by the fact his receivers are incredibly athletic and they're so talented. I mean, anybody would, would fall over themselves to have Johnson and Ebert and Claypool and Smith Schuster and Washington. I mean, these guys are terrific. And, and so, The fact that Roethlisberger completed two long passes today, right? He completed two. He had one for 50 yards and one for 30 yards. All right, how did the 50-yard pass go? It was a 15-yard out that he threw to Washington, who made the DB miss, and he took it to the house, right? So Roethlisberger threw that 15 yards in the air. The only other pass he threw, and this is the big indictment pass where I go, hey, here come the alarm bells. He threw a pass to chase Claypool, a 30-yard pass that he just chucked it up in the middle of the field, and luckily Claypool was able to get around the DB and come down with it. He couldn't throw the ball deep the deep ball was missing from the Steelers repertoire. He couldn't put any zip on the ball. He was throwing the ball two yards past the line of scrimmage for most of the game. And I look at Juju Smith-Schuster. He caught seven balls today, 28 yards. Everything he caught was a yard past the line of scrimmage. Roethlisberger just has no zip on the ball. He is not the same quarterback. So what happened? As the game went on, Washington is able to play the receivers tight because when you can't throw the ball deep, you can easily play more in a box and, and make it more difficult to throw the football. And it's like all the the pass attempts kept getting shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. And that's why this better be a temporary thing. And Roethlisberger is just fighting through it because if this is it, if his arm is really dead here at this point in the season and he has trouble throwing the football, Steelers aren't going anywhere. I mean, they're going to play their first playoff game, get knocked out, and no one's going to be surprised. That's the big concern for me. Not the fact that, well, we're tired. We didn't play very well. They'll get back to running the football. they got to be a little more physical. You know, the Steelers still need to run the football a little bit more, and I get that you're not committing as much to it because you have these great wide receivers. But still, the Steelers need to have their identity a little bit more on equal footing. You know, you, you throw the ball 55 times and run it 14, uh, you got to have a little bit better balance than that. And certainly that could happen as they get healthier. But... But that's something I'm not worried. But if, Ro- if this is how Roethlisberger's throwing the football, who's going to scare them? Every throw was lollipop. There was so much air under every throw he made, and on throws that are outs, like instead where you got to just zip that ball out there instead. It's I'm throwing to a spot and hoping that my wide receiver can get out there. That's a really big concern for me. That's like red flag stuff. Like, is Roethlisberger okay, or is this just how he's going to throw the football for the rest of the season? Yeah, I think
5: as we discussed with Jason Lockeford, and I was talking a little bit earlier as, as we started looking at the day that was, I mean, part of... That's been the M.O. for much of the season, right? We've talked about playing down to the competition. Uh, You you go through some of the matchups where they've had some pretty sizable leads that they've let uh, get away. Uh, Go back to that Denver game against Driscoll, right? It looks like they're going to cruise to victory and then all of a sudden, wait, hold on a second. Uh, Here comes Jeff Driscoll winging it around back when Denver was a bit healthier than they are now, too. Uh, But... For me, the run game is the thing you circle on this, right? Trying to find balance. And with Roethlisberger, a lot of those flips to the outside has been about trying to find yak, trying to find some holes. Not unlike what we've seen with Tom Brady and the Patriots for all those years. Not the Tom Brady winging it downfield now, uh, as they want to do with Bruce Arians in Tampa, but the way that you would scrape across the middle and find some open space, right? Here comes Edelman. It's a six-yard pass that suddenly becomes 15. We saw some of that tonight with Cole Beasley, right? The Buffalo Bills and the way they use him. It's not always, you know, 15, 20 yards downfield. No, no, no. It's a short pass that he finds a seam and gets, gets a few extra yards after the catch. And I think that's worked for Pittsburgh to this point. So I worry about the run game, which they abandon at times we'll see when connor comes back whether they can get he and snell to maybe get a little more balance in that regard and the defensive side not that they gave up a ton of points today but how much the loss of bud dupree will affect them when we get to playoff time All right it may not manifest itself yet it will next week cuz they play those Buffalo Bills that right now you are just so excited about getting ready to buy some Bills memorabilia but the <laughs> you know when we when we're looking at playoff berths and and trying to hold things off cuz right now you you're now battling Kansas City for the only only bye week right that that's suddenly very huge in this and and let me just say this Kansas City hasn't exactly played lights out football for good chunks of time here down the
2: stretch. Either no, look. I told so you, everybody City wanting to coronate
5: them. Yeah. They they need can- to
2: pause. Yeah, but for K- a second Kansas too. City looks bored, though. I mean, think they like they're waiting for the playoffs to come. I mean, really, that's what a Kansas City I see it different than than a team like Pittsburgh. It's like, well, we can we can turn it on here for a few minutes. We're ready. For, we we know what it's about. We know what's about the playoff. We're not as concerned about home field advantage because you know what kind of home field advantage you're really going to have. And they just look bored. That's that's different to me than Pittsburgh, where where teams where I see, hey, this is something that you got to fix.
5: Oh, sure. You know, yeah, yeah. Else. No, there's no obvious problem absolutely it's just a the question of down the stretch you know is there one of those games that they get caught lollygagging and suddenly they can't run the ball and Tyreek kills not sprinting free to daylight all right that probably keeps happening no matter what you do he and Travis Kelsey even if you know it's coming doesn't seem you can get away from it but for the Steelers yeah some some questions going forward but everybody ready to just bury them or sipping victory brandy after the the loss, long season. It is not over yet, and they are still 11-1. and
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh. We're live from the Geico Studios. And uh, we got something crazy coming up for you later on this hour. The play-by-play call of the Seattle Sounders goal that sent them to the MLS Cup Final is insane. Uh, the Sounders were down 2-zip in the 74th minute, and they scored three goals in regulation uh, to win the game tonight. They beat Columbus They go on to the MLS Cup final. We got that coming up for you in a little bit. But I just wanted to say this, Mike, because now you know me, and I say that if I really trained, I could be in the Olympics as a curler within two weeks.
5: Yeah, I remember you trying to uh, push this – nonsense I mean, but yeah I, go ahead I,
2: I mean i could do that i mean i, I, I can't be someone to, to roll the stone but i could definitely be someone who sweeps because i could sweep really fast and then See, i don't know that you're your foot. you, uh, you have not swept anything in your life no i could so are you kidding no i could sweep you can you know what i did when i was a kid when i worked at, in supermarkets we swept all the you time, talked about all the stuff you sweeper. did that was inappropriate with produce yeah but you st- whoa 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 when you say inappropriate you have to clarify yourself throwing
5: there. it back and forth okay there you go very good mixing right. it up yeah
2: Yes, there dropping you go, yes. it on the floor yes. that you hadn't swept. All good things. No, and now but they're the thing is, each other. Yo, whoa, tie shirt. Whoa, come on, man. <laughs> what
3: Stay is away from the grapefruits you? if Jason's there.
2: What is? <laughs> what is wrong with you,
3: honey? Is this supposed to be warm?
2: I, oh, you know this is wow, disorder. Oh. Listen, not listen, listen. Oh boy you had to clean up at the end of every night no matter what. That was the whole thing. Was you, Everything had to be clean for when the morning shift came in or you got in trouble. So no matter what I did at night, I had to clean up. So everything was always clean. I'm a champion sweeper. I mean, I'm a pretty – I could sweep. I mean, I could do that. So but you're now- talking operational efficiency here. That yes, exactly. You were the exactly.
5: closer in terms of sweeping stuff up. Yeah. Going I mean, with that- the big push broom, <laughs> skating through the aisles like you were Gretzky or maybe a <laughs> Tammu Salani. Sol- Oh, did you go Team Tamu on me? Very nice. Love me some Team Swomi? Come on now. Uh,
2: But now that breakdancing is going to be in the Olympics. Yeah. Now, maybe I could get in here, too. It it was announced today. It's going to debut in the Paris Games in 2024. If you only need like 10 or 15 seconds, I can give you a good enough robot that's like, wow, this guy's really good. Now, if you have to, if I had to get in the whole routine of spinning on the floor and everything else, that, nah, but if you just, if I could just do like 10 or 15 robot seconds, I'd give you that pretty good. I, they'd say, listen, I'm, I want this guy in the Olympics. It's only 36 or 38 years late,
5: depending on when you want to spot Yeah, you. I mean, this should have happened in like 1984.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's really when it should have happened you're playing jam on it tie shirt very nice jam on it jam on it jam on it no no is that your
3: line for the ladies too
2: uh yes when i was 13 years old i would say hey do you want to listen to jam on it on my stereo walkman hey let me just rewind the tape oh my battery's dying i was going off if you need a good
3: 10 to 15 seconds i got you
2: no this is about doing the robot oh okay yeah, I mean, that's, i mean, I do the robot. And go, oh, wow, who's that? Look at that guy doing the robot. No, I could robot pretty good. The other stuff I can't do, like the real athletic stuff. But if you just... If real breakdancing? If, if there's like... Well, no, but the thing is, if, if there's like just a robot way to, Like skiing is not just you ski. There's downhill, there's ski jumping, there's slaloms. There's, like, is there just like... Is there like a robot complete... Like, like a separate robot competition? Maybe there's other different, you know, annals of breakdancing and I can enter the robot part of the competition.
5: The robot. I thought Tyshirt was going to keep talking. Instead, he was trying to mix some funky beats.
2: Yeah, no, he decided not to. That's
5: yeah, I, it. again, it's, this is like mid 80s. That should have been in bum, and bum, then bum, disappeared. Bum. Meanwhile, they have taken baseball away.
2: Yeah. Yet you have
5: breakdancing. Yeah. Come
2: on, man. Yeah. Baseball's out, breakdancing's in. Boom, 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 boom. Can we
5: get some of the legends from, you know, breaking two electric boogaloo? <laughs> think they can still got a move or two
2: left in them? Now, this is where you need Jason Bateman and Gary Cole to be the host. Forget about dodgeball. <laughs> they got to do break dancing. <laughs> And we're here That's with our very... a bold strategy, Cotton. Our very special guest, uh, Adam Horvitz, Ad-Rock of the Beastie Boys. Come on in. What do you think about what's going on here on the floor? <laughs> die, 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 to die, boom boom boom, bum, boom, 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 yeah, it's really, it's really way too late. I mean, my dad, you know, you know what? If I want to really piss off my dad, when he comes over tomorrow, I'm going to go, Dad, did you hear what? You know, baseball's out of the Olympics and breakdancing is in. Oh, he'll, have, he'll just sit there and just say, oh, you know, that's just country. It's just, I can't be I not have baseball. He'll just get so mad, and he'll be mad for, like, the, whole, the entire day. He'd be mad.
5: Uh, well, he should. I mean, think about going back to Cole and Bateman. Uh-oh, it looks like he's going to go, and, and and he didn't bring any
2: cardboard to lay down on the ground. <laughs> Bold strategy. That's the key is getting the good shard, the, the good smooth cardboard. You don't want cardboard that's been left out, that's got a little bit of moisture on it, because you can't really do the spins like you like to. It's a much dip, more difficult situation. Well, it appears, I'll tell you, that really hurt right there. Yeah, it
5: appears that he brought out a lighter... And a stick of butter. It's a really strange
2: circumstance. Different way to set up the playing field. I'm just going to be listening to Jam On It now the rest of the night. Oh, boy. Really. I think I know I had that on an orange cassette in the 80s. Sure, of course it it had
5: to be orange.
2: I had Jam On It and uh, whatever I had from Run DMC on there. I probably had Rock the Bells on there. I probably had... uh, um, It's Tricky was on there. Oh, I'm sure I had all the best run DM. Oh, I had all those songs on there. I'm telling you, man, I was a robot guy. I could robot. I could robot. I'm telling you. If that's part of it, if it's just robot, Jason Smith, Olympian.
5: (laughs) Here we go. It's the subcategory, the robot.
2: You've heard of Michael Phelps. Oh, I'll forget, we got Jason Smith who can compete in Summer and Winter Olympics here as he is both sweeping and roboting. In fact, he's the first robot sweeper. Watch him sweep down the line and still able to robot. Oh, no, don't even that. bring
5: up the robot sweepers. I mean, it's only a matter of time before Roombas take over some of those extra shifts in the grocery stores nationwide. What are you doing? Stop speaking stuff like that into existence. Happy birthday, Polly. <laughs> Happy birthday, Polly. Happy birthday. They said they eliminated the
2: the robot in the re-release. What are they doing? Uh, We got more NFL coming up in 90 seconds. But first.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
2: You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive.
4: We watched the Bills tonight beat the 49ers in in pretty, I don't want to say
2: easy fashion, but it was one of those games where you could tell the one team is playing at a really high level and they just motored by a team that is desperate and trying to stay in contention. Because the 49ers, look, it's, it's its not doom and gloom for them. They're still playing really, really tough. They just got a couple of weapons back, and Debo is back. And, look, Mullins can move the team up and down the field. We've, we've seen all this. But still, they're kind of a tough out, and the Bills made it look easy tonight. And I told you earlier that the Bills are the most well-rounded team in the NFL As when it comes to who's the best team when you when you consider all three phases of the game, offense, defense, and special teams, right? The Bills are the best. And I'll I'll put them up against the two other teams that you think could be as good as them. And I'll tell you why the Bills are better, right? The first one is the Rams, right? Because I told you last week, look, the Rams are really well-rounded, right? The, on offense, defense, special teams, clearly. Johnny Hecker, what he does, flipping field position. The Rams are terrific, and they won a big game. We told you they were going to win uh, over the weekend. The Rams are a team that I expect them in the last month to, to – cement themselves as one of the top contenders, not just one of a group in the NFC. But when it comes down to it, I'll take the Bills over the Rams because Josh Allen is a better quarterback than Jared Goff. Josh Josh Allen has been very good the entire season. Jared Goff has his moments, but there's still game there's still games where I watch Jared Goff and go, he's not going to throw a touchdown if they played four hours. You know, if they, if they had the ball the entire game, he's still not throwing a touchdown. Allen's a better quarterback than Jared Goff. Even, even you know, just looking at this, in, in, in he's had less years in the league. And so I have more confidence that when the Bills need points, they're going to get them and the Rams won't. Even in tough games, the Bills are going to score 20 to 27 points. And in tough games, the Rams sometimes are going to score 13 and 16 points. So I got more. that's why I got the Bills over the Rams. Is because I'm more confident in Josh Allen over Jared Goff.
5: Big play threats. We talk about Goff and there's hit or miss Jared Goff. Allen's matured, right? Coming into the year, as we've talked about, so many people had dismissed him as little more than a running back that occasionally hit on a big throw. And he, he's gotten much better, much more efficient. We watched it tonight against San Francisco, who had gotten healthy these last couple of weeks. So you're you're looking at a, a defense that he picked apart. Short, intermediate game finding guys in space, finding threading the needle. He's got a big arm. We know this. So with, with Jared Goff, I'm just seeing way too much inconsistency still there. And he had a great bounce-back game this week. Give him all the credit in the world. What, up at around 380 touchdown plus one on the ground. But he's a guy that I still don't know week to week that he can get me the big play. Right? In the running game, I'm encouraged see Cam Akers take on the big workload that he did this week that, all right, maybe you find some more consistency in the ground game. Cause you had the three headed monster and that's all fine and good, but you need a lead guy, especially when you've got a quarterback that is hot and cold as golf has been the defense will keep you in games. Is he the guy to win it? And you know, I've had the man crush on uh, Josh Allen here since he was drafted. So Good to see it finally paying off, and well, that I wasn't a complete dope on this one
2: uh, as he's matured.
5: <laughs> Meanwhile, you've got Sam Darnold. So, there.
2: Yeah, I'm the one who's the complete dope, especially after yesterday. Well,
5: I mean, you just yelled Sam, <laughs> Sam, Sam, <laughs> Sam, Sam, Sam a lot, but you haven't, you haven't Sammed it up this year. You, no, you, I have. Well, you've you ba- been you terrible on it. I've yeah. been
2: like Sam. Now look, I, look, we're, we're, look! Especially after the way we tanked yesterday, we're getting Trevor Lawrence. It's okay. We we tanked. Our defensive coordinator got fired. Look, we'll get into more of that coming up in about twenty minutes. But it, we we did. We had to do it yesterday. We it was that was our survive and advance game. All right, we had, we almost won. We had to survive that potential win, and now we advance, and now the schedule gets a lot tougher for us. We to had football.
5: to survive that potential yes. win. Survive and advance. That's what it is. <laughs> Succeed <laughs> yes. and proceed. Four left. I mean, you're holding up that four <laughs> like you're going into the fourth quarter. We played perfect football through 12, baby.
2: Finish strong. Now, the other team that is the the, best, the three best all-around teams in the NFL – we talked about the Bills, talked about the Rams, the Saints. I mean, you forget, but the Saints' defense has played really well this mm-hmm. season, and it doesn't matter who the quarterback is, right? doesn't matter if it's Drew Brees or Taysom Hill, right? They They have no problems right now. But when you look at the Saints' schedule – they have played and beaten absolutely nobody. So, you know, where's their signature win? I mean, it's really, you would say, okay, we beat the, we beat the, the Buccaneers twice. We know, the Buccaneers are 7-5. and five. You know, they're lucky to be in the playoff hunt right now. Uh, th- their schedule, they have not beaten anybody. You could say, oh, I'm hanging my hat on this win. Their other tough game was the Packers, and they lost. Yeah. Their wins are against the Lions. The Chargers, the Panthers, the Bears. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, the okay. 49ers, the Falcons, and the Broncos. None of those teams are, are sniffing 500. So, I mean, how good are they? I don't know. And the rest of their schedule, they play the Eagles this week. That's going to be a win. Then they get the Chiefs. That'll be a test. The Vikings are playing better. That'll be a test. But that's really it. We really don't know how good the, the, the New Orleans Saints are. By their record, they look good and they've done what they're supposed to. But, man, they are playing teams that they just out and out stink, and I, I can't hang the 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 big win on the Buccaneers because it's not like the Buccaneers are seven and three, you know, or or you know oh, they lost a couple of games here. No, the Buccaneers are lucky. They're, they're, they're one they're they're one game away from being a five hundred team. So I really I don't know how good the Saints are. I have more confidence I know how good the Bills are than I know the Saints are.
5: No, I would agree with you. I mean, you you look at. The schedule, and I'm staring it down now. Tampa Bay was game one of an experiment of a weird offseason. Drew Brees wasn't very good. Somehow they still put up 34 points. And the high rusher for that game was Latavius Murray. They lose to Vegas and Green Bay, and we know what Vegas is, or perhaps we don't. I asked Jason Locken for it earlier. He said, I don't know. It's like, all right, good enough. Uh, Beats me. Uh, And then you ran through the rest of these teams. At the time, they beat the Bears. That was a big win. Doesn't look so great now that the Bears have lost six straight. That our boss, Scott Shapiro, certainly went out of his way to remind me across all social media. I mean, I thought it was a cheap shot. Uh, All right, it was completely fair. Uh, because they need to burn that down. Do I get an hour soliloquy on them,
2: by the way, at some point here? Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get, you know, when you, when you, listen, if you tank like the Jets do, you can get an hour, but that was pretty special. No,
5: the Jets no that's it, though. They haven't fired anybody yet, so it hasn't happened. Okay. The Bills Bills are impressive just uh, on the, the virtue of expectations being met to this point, now that you move to 9-3. and three. Yeah, you got two wins against the Jets. Throw them out. Miami, that win back in week two, looks a lot more impressive given what the Dolphins have become. You have a win against, or you got blown out by Tennessee, and then you lose to Kansas City back-to-back week. So those are two where everybody jumped off the bandwagon, right? Seattle was the, everybody's darling until, well, the wheels started falling off there. And New England's back to five hundred, so that's no longer, uh, oh, by the way, win, so that's, that's kind of nice, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you had the win over the Rams back in Week 3. So you've beaten some quality teams along the way, and you've seen the balance that they play with. I'm still a little nervous about the defense, giving up over 25 a game, that that could come back on you. But Josh Allen playing better football, yeah, I'll, I'll take the Bills and what they've been able to do and their resume as we get to the final quarter of the season. Pittsburgh, Denver, New England, and Miami to close out. It's going to be fun. Fun final month for Josh Allen and company. Because if he can navigate this well, well, now you can talk about him in the MVP conversation, Jason. For
2: real. Twitter, Twitter at how about a fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Coming up next, we've got more NFL+. plus. Oh, my goodness. We're going to tell you exactly how the James Harden story is going to end. This is Fox Sports Radio.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Fox Sports <laughs> Radio, The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. You know, this is one of my favorite songs, Christmas songs to sing, and Zoe has just had it with me walking around the house going, ha, 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 ha Everybody
5: sings it like Elvis. <laughs> because you have to you got to really exaggerate it have a blue. or this classic version that i recorded in our first year together yes i i think people
2: know that, that Prepared
5: to be ye- yelled at
2: Eight seven seven ninety nine on fox's phone number jason smith and mike Harmon. Oh, boy, that was something. I, I think we should play that song every night, Tyshirt. I'm every so down. we hear that one. Every DMX night. and Porky Pig. Yes, that's all we need. The now, if you could Christmas do a mashup of those somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> uh, but, you know, outside of all the big NFL news, and we'll get to will trust me, I will tell you all about how the Jets tanked, and you can't believe anything else other than me coming up in about 10 minutes, but... The big news today revolving around James Harden, who now officially is a holdout, from Rockets camp uh, a day ago, it was no, no. He's not holding out. There's COVID protocols, and he has to wind up you know, passing them. No, no, he's not he's No, no, no. Today they said, well, it's a holdout officially. LeBron, uh, LeBron officially, <laughs> James Harden. Now that would be something. Is a holdout, and head coach Stephen Silas said, "quote There is no timetable he is aware of for him to return." All right, now this is not one of those stories where the ultimate decision is going to come fast and lightning quick. This is not that story, but you can tell. I mean, I think even the most passive basketball observer can tell this path is on the path of James Harden's going to get traded. It's just a matter of what the final day is going to be when it happens, right? When when Mike D'Antoni left and you the rumors first started that Westbrook was going to get traded, Did you really think James Harden was going to stay all in on this? That's where the rumors of Harden wanting to go to the Brooklyn Nets started. Then the Rockets make the deal. John Wall comes in, hasn't played in a year and a half. He's not going to stick around for a, for a redo, all right? You know Harden's not going to, especially when he's got the power to be able to say, if I want to get traded, you're going to trade me. So now he's a holdout. He wants to go to Brooklyn, and that's going to be the place that he tries to push them to. Now, is it going to be Brooklyn? That I don't know because that's going to be a little bit more difficult, but the Rockets are going to wind up trading him because that's, that's just the way things are going. There's no, hey, we're going to break bread over the holidays and figure things out, and this is going to. Extend into the season because the Rockets are going to take their time. This is the biggest trade they'll ever make. So how do you trade a guy who's got $40 million left on the next couple of years of his contract, but he's still in his early 30s? He's someone people want. They're going to take a little bit of time, and it doesn't mean when the season starts it's not going to happen. Trades now are going to happen in December, January, early February because of the truncated off season. There's no time for this to happen, for teams to sit back and put things together. This will happen over a bit of time. There will be a dance done between the Rockets and the teams that, that want James Harden, and we'll find out maybe sometime in January, February, hey, here's the big Harden trade, and here's where it's going. But Harden's going to get dealt. We're just on that path right now, and there's no, okay, I'm going to sit back here and come back to Houston. Everything is great we're gonna get smoked by the Lakers we're gonna get smoked by the Nuggets we're gonna get smoked by the Jazz I tried it it didn't work so now I want to go someplace else
5: yeah I would say this Tillman Fertitta is not the not the right guy to try to play chicken with in this scenario my my guess is he's like you want to stay out and go reportedly hang out at strip clubs I mean we know that that's in his personality and the jerseys and the rafters and everything else but you know, recent TMZ reports actually try to tie him there.
2: Yeah, but were they really? I mean, it was just a it was darkened video of a guy with I a know. beard. I mean, just I'm saying that's why I said allegedly.
5: All right, and when you've got the reputation, the man does. It's really darkly lit. It's not a got giant a leap. Oh, it's my James man. Harden.
2: It's it's Tom Hanks from Castaway. No,
5: it's James Harden. That's him there. But you got a big. The big deal is you've got, including this year, three years left on his deal, so there's no rush. Because you know you're not winning this year. That's the other part. right? He's smart enough to know that they they took the the big bite at the apple when they had he and, and Westbrook paired, and they already got rid of Westbrook. So they already know. They took a step back, and the West is deeper than it's ever been. right? When you add all of those teams that are still on the come, we don't know what the Pelicans are going to be. I'm assuming Memphis is even better than they were this past year. Phoenix got better. All all of these teams that are now going to compete for the playoffs. If you were uh, Fertitta and company, you're going all right. I'm trying to shave off some payroll, and I'll wait this guy out. And eventually, some team's going to be desperate enough to give me a king's ransom. They are not going to be bullied into trading him early.
2: Yeah. It's one of those where it's not going to be like you're going to wake up one day and go, oh, my God, here's the sources. Shams has it, then Woj breaks it, it's there. It's going to be over a period of time, but it's going to happen. Twitter at How about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. Don't forget, about an hour from now, our best of podcast goes up on iTunes. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can get it, rate us, and we'll love you forever and ever and ever. Coming up next... I will tell you exactly why the entire game yesterday was the Jets tanking, not just the end. Fox.
4: if you dare.
2: MOPlay. play